to have her here today. She does so much in the community with her um, your angels. They are just so phenomenal. And I'm just excited with her being here. I am so excited. This is actually my adopted mother. Yes. <laughs> I met her, you know, doing the work of domestic violence. And you're going to hear a little bit about her story and what all she has done to give back to the community and all what she continuously to do. So welcome, Mama. Thank you. <laughs> I'm the one that's excited. I am too. And uh, may I also say I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank I'm you. I'm proud of you and the things that you've done. Amen. Amen. And are doing. Mm, amen. Thank and you, Lord. More to come. Mm. I'm excited for you. I am excited too. Thanks. Thanks be unto God to just keep continuing to just continually to give me the Absolutely. strength to just get up every day and just keep pushing and keep moving. Because it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy, I tell you. So usually at the top of the show, usually what we do here at the McKeon Show, we talk about our weekend and what we do in our girl chat. And then after that, we'll get right into your interview. Okay. So how was your weekend? What did you do? <laughs> my weekend was interesting let's say mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, heartbreaking mm -hmm. because um, as you know I'm a foster parent yes I'm retired yes 36 children mm -hmm. pray that I gotta definitely <laughs> clap it up for her with that <laughs> to be out here in the community and to be a foster parent to 36 children yes. that is amazing thank you yeah. so much for that yeah and they're good kids mm -hmm. um, everybody just needs someone to love them right absolutely to love on them and show that you care because a lot of times that's a lot of times that's mostly what we're crying out for continuously yes you know so i adopted six of my children and uh of the 20, of the 36. And one of my daughters is going through exactly what we don't want them to go through. So. Wow. And that's what's my weekend. Mm. I got a call. Um, she just had a child. The baby's less than two months old. Mm. And I got a call and they said that they were actually there at her apartment. 
and they were removing the baby. Wow. So, you know, she's upset and I'm upset and I'm like trying to understand what's going on. Why are you doing this? And uh, so I got bits and pieces mm -hmm. of what was going on. The only thing that, um, the only way I got the whole story is I went to court. Mm. She said court was that Tuesday. And I showed up and went to court. And uh, that's when I got the whole story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that, that was my weekend. Yeah, so I know it's been busy. It's it been has. busy. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, absolutely. Well, yes. we're definitely, you know, I'm definitely going to be praying Thank that you. everything works yeah. out because we know how with doing this work we know doing how these situations work. can be you know, and they're very delicate it is and i don't want it, my story to be continuously this mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. kind of thing um yes we do help people yes you know we're there for the community and but you know when it knocks on your door mm -hmm. it's a little different it is because i was shocked i didn't even have words mm -hmm. it was like uh excuse me who did you say you were why are you in my daughter's house you're doing what mm -hmm. those are the kind of questions that mm -hmm. was i was just stunned because i had no idea Absolutely. again again and you know what it's so amazing that you said that it's because people always think that you know mm -hmm. what's going on but because of, of of the whole aspect of domestic violence and when it comes to victims and abusers that's that's just how much it's hidden it's True. hidden from the ones that they love the ones that they yes. know is going to tell them to leave the Le situation exactly. and all of that exactly. so it, it becomes very hard because exactly. one day you wake up and you like Okay, now we got to deal with this. We can't keep sleeping under the rug now. Now we have to deal with this. Exactly. And I had been saying to her, there's just something about this guy. I can't put my finger on it, but, you know. Well, Mama, you know you got to eye for them guys that it we shouldn't like... be with. <laughs> <laughs> she Amen. even told me about one. <laughs> Please don't let me start on that. <laughs> so I was like, mm -mm. then he ain't it. Mm -hmm. And I, same words. Mm. I said to her, mm -mm. he's not the one. Mm -hmm. Well, mind you, just think you know everything. You know how they do. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, yeah, I actually do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, when it comes to my children. Mm hmm. And I said, you have to be careful. How d well do you know this person? Oh, yeah, I know him. Because we don't ever get the story. And mm -hmm. we don't ever know who it is mm -hmm. until. It's too late. Yeah. It's too late. You know, they done been with him for a while. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's like, uh, why didn't you say something? Well, it brought me back. I saw my weekend was turmoil mm -hmm. in my heart. Yes. In my mind, my spirit was not at peace mm -hmm. because this is how I lost Ramona. Yes. Yes, guys, we're definitely going to talk about that because Ramona is um, Candace's daughter who um, she lost to domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to talk about that. So we're just going to scratch the girl chat. We're just going to get right into Sorry. it. No, it's okay. <laughs> we're going to just get right into the um, Messing discussion. up your program. Uh-uh. Well, you know how it is when it's live. You just yeah. go with it. You, you know, because people want to hear your story. They don't want to hear me. They, they hear me talk all the time and tell my story. <laughs> but it's about, you know, yeah. us sharing with what you do yes. and why you do this work and how committed you are and why it means so much to you and like now you're you're doing so much for the community and now you got to face this um demon because that's what i, I it call is. it and you got to face this demon evil. that's now yeah that's at your door and in your family and 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 Again. how you can be there for your daughter this time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i am trying to i don't want to cry on you <laughs> <laughs> so let me Okay. 
So I'm trying to do what I couldn't do mm. to save Ramona. Right. Gotcha. So it's really heartbreaking because to me, this could have been avoided. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It could have been avoided, you know, because um, I kept saying, it's just, I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about this guy. I don't like it, mm -hmm. you know. And most, not all, but they're very charming. Very charming. You know, very charming, you know, and, you know, and I, every time I'm in their presence, he's kissing her hand, mm -hmm. he's kissing her shoulder. Like just overdoing it. And I was like, <laughs> I you still know they, don't like you. You know, you know they like you know they are master manipulators. They are, they are master manipulators it's when true. it comes to that. It's true. And they're trying to build up this persona so in front of people you won't think that if exactly. you were to ever hear exactly. of them doing something abusive that you would think you twice and you wouldn't it. believe it. And that's how they keep the victim trapped. They make it's the victim true. think that they're crazy. And it's so true. And I said, but my daughter was so happy. You know, we want that happiness. Yeah. We want that happiness. We want that love. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes yeah, as yeah, women, we yeah. think that this is all that we're going this to get. It. So we like, we'll start this settling. Yes. Yeah. We'll start settling. We'll see those red flags and things. But then we like, well, no, it's not. Is it not him? It's not him. Yeah, he just He's had a bad like day. That. We start justifying everything. He's not like that, mommy. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm. He's like that. Mm -hmm. You know? And, you know, that's what mothers ask me. A lot of mothers ask me with me dealing with the teens and everything. And um, how how do you help uh, uh, your child that's being a victim of abuse? Yeah. Because, um, and we have to really be realistic with what really yes. happens out here. We can't pretend like, okay, yeah, you could just have a conversation with your child and they're going to get out of that abusive relationship. No. That's not going to happen. And it didn't. Yeah, that that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so they say, well, what can you do? I'm like, you know what? When it, it, It's different for different types of um, victims. We have our teen victims, and we have our adult victims. Mm -hmm. Elderly. And, 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 oh, yes, we got our elderly victims. Mm -hmm. And so the thing that we got to understand is that they will never leave until they're ready. And I know that's and a hard it's thing hard, but to it's accept true. it. You know, you, we're trying to figure out what can we do and we can do this. Nothing. You can talk to you blue in your face. You can give them all the resources that you got. But if they don't see themselves as needing the help and wanting to get Absolutely. out, it is nothing that you can do. And you're right. And that's what was hurting. Mm -hmm. Because um, when I went to court, she had the baby. Mm. And now this baby is less than two months. And she, they let her hold the baby, you know, the, while she was there. The foster parents were there. I was there. Her support was there. Everybody was there. He was there. And uh, she stood up, and I, I was just so proud of her because she talked for her and her baby. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was really proud of her, you know, and I was trying not to let her see the weakness, you know, kind of thing. And uh, but it, it hurt my heart to watch my child, you know, struggle because mm -hmm. she, she knew she would they were going to keep their baby. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, I have to agree with everything you said because it's absolutely the truth. Mm -hmm. I had talked to her several times, and I said, he's not the one. Mm -hmm. And you'll be fine. I know you have a kid. You have a baby. You know, you got me. You got your dad. You know, you got your brothers and sisters, a million of them. Mm -hmm. and, uh, <laughs> you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. No, Mom, he's not like that. I knew something was wrong because I would go, we're close. Mm -hmm. So I would just drive by and pick her up for lunch or something or bring her to the house and we hang out. She would stop letting me do that. Mm -hmm. 
see and that isolation yep. period there we go and, and it's the same with Again. all abusers they use the same tactics Again. and that's why we as women yes. when we get into relationship we have to stop rushing mm. in relationships mm. we have to move slowly so we can watch these personalities play out because people gonna always give you their best representative Absolutely. when they first meet you they're going to always do that. Mm -hmm. But you have to take your time to get to know a person and let Absolutely. some things happen and mm -hmm. see how they respond. Mm -hmm. How they respond that when they don't have a good day at work. How do they respond when something ain't going right? Mm -hmm. You know, you have to see mm -hmm. all these things. When things are not going their yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. How does they handle that? How do they handle conflict? How do they handle change and those things are because they are triggers in people's lives absolutely it, it triggers like a lot of childhood trauma that um we as people have been through um a lot of mental different mental illnesses that's going on that's not um di people are not diagnosed with the mm -hmm. different mental illnesses mm -hmm. that we that um we have and it just triggers us and so when that behavior when Substance they when abuse. they exactly when they um lash out you know it's too late then. And you're shocked. Mm -hmm. Like, where did that come from? It was there the whole time. Mm -hmm. We just turned that blind eye, mm -hmm. you know, like, it's not what it, it seems. Yeah, it is. And I know, like, for me, because I, I, was, I started this work when um, my daughter died. And then, well, when my, I didn't say when she died, when she was murdered. Mm -hmm. And then five years after she was murdered, my niece was murdered by her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And so I'm in a mm -hmm. place, I'm like, hold up, like, why didn't I see right. this? What could I, ha what could I have done? And it just goes to show you that no matter who you are, um, if you're out here, you're talking about uh, um, and spreading awareness and education on domestic violence, that it can still happen in your household. It's because it's not about if it's happening or, or when it's happening. Mm -hmm. You got to understand that it's a possibility that it is happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so what we have to teach our young girls, because I think in order for us to eradicate domestic violence, that we have to teach the youth. You I, have we, to. we have to teach young girls about mm -hmm. their self-worth and, and, and their self-esteem and build them up with affirmations. Mm -hmm. And we also have to do that with our young boys. Yes. We have to make them feel secure in who they are as well. We can't keep on raising a generation of men that's emotionless. You know, that don't know what to do with their anger because they, as being raised, they were taught that men don't cry and men yeah. don't express these things. And so they harbor those feelings. I raised uh, several boys, and each one of my boys are emotional, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. They have a heart. Mm -hmm. And I say the same thing you're just saying. It's okay to cry because they was, like, sucking it up, mm -hmm. you know. And I was like, you don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you really don't, you know. Um, if it hurts like that, then let it out. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And not to put your hands on a woman and, you know, and thank God for their dad because mm -hmm. he had a lot of shaping, you know, with them, doing a lot of shaping with them. But when I talked to my boys as they were growing up, I would tell them, let me tell you the woman's part. Mm. Let me tell you how your girl will be feeling. Mm hmm you see, mm -hmm. kind of thing. And they're like, shop, for real, Ma? Really? Oh, my God. I could never do that, mm -hmm. you know, kind of thing. So they have a lot of um, emotional feelings. And that's good. It is. That's, that's definitely good it for is. men because men really need that. Men really need yes. to do that. And I think that in order for us to help eradicate domestic violence, that we have to talk to children earlier in the yes. process of teaching them what is a healthy relationship, yes. what is an unhealthy relationship, and what's an abusive relationship. Exactly. And not wait until they're 13. At 13, the stats say they're already in relationships at 11 and 12. So we're not even tackling the issue. But you know, um, there's still hope for that mm -hmm. because I took in older children mm -hmm. because nobody really wants older mm -hmm. children. And so my boys were already at that age, you see.
but I believe what helped with uh, talking to the boys from a woman's point of view and their mother mm -hmm. is that uh, they saw it. Absolutely, and I was getting ready to say that they because saw they it. saw it. They, they had did. they had role models yes. in that house. They had a they had a, a man that was yes. there that to show them what a man is and how he operates and what he does and yeah. how he loves. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. a, a, a lot of young men don't get that. A, a lot of young men don't get how to love from a man's perspective. Yeah. They, they get it from female because a lot of us grow up in um, single female homes, but we are not, men are not, not, a lot of men are not taught how to love from a man's point of view. A lot of them yes. just know how to provide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I agree. I do. But when I say they saw it, I meant the abuse. Mm. They grew up seeing it. Okay. So when they came to me, you know, at the age that they were, it was a lot of work. They, yeah, I know, but, but at least now they have something yeah. to compare it to. So then what you're saying about the positive image and this, that, and the other, you know, they got that mm -hmm. too, mm -hmm. you see. And that helped a lot because mm. even now, even now, they'll call their dad. Even now. Dad, you getting on my nerves. What should I do? <laughs> and it's, I think it's funny. <laughs> now it's like I told you. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Miss Candace Brown, talk with her more in reference to her organization and all what she got going on in the community. So we'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> Y'all ready to move a little bit here? Been a long time ill. Hey, I watch a bugger We wanna start off in cruise control for you, baby. A nice and easy villa. Gonna do this for all the sexy aquariums in here. Happy birthday to you, baby. Let the bugger watch here. Happy birthday to Miss Sabrina. That's right, baby. What you say, baby? I'm coming to you. And Mr. Danny got a birthday. Happy birthday to you, Danny. What you got for me, baby? A big paw. Happy B day to Big Paw. Watch the park and watch here. And Lauren got a birthday. That's coming from the sexy Troy. Too smooth, Troy. That's right, that's right. Shout out to all the sexy Aquariuses in here. All right. Hey, I build a gun and watch the block do the work. He's a bonum Cherie. Sweet Cherie, baby. Yes, indeed. Hey. So why wait for revenge, please? 
Okay, guys, welcome back to the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon, and back at the table, we have Miss Candace Brown, the founder of Ramona's Angels. <laughs> welcome back. So Thank tell you. our audience a little bit about a Ramona's Angels. Okay. Ramona's Angels um, started because my daughter's... Take your time. I had to bury my daughter. And no parent wants to do that. Absolutely. Ever. It is the most painful thing I have ever had to live through. Mm. Mm. And she left two children here. Okay. And it wasn't, I shouldn't use the word typical, but for lack of a better word, I'll use the word. And it wasn't your typical abuse, let's say, where you're banged up and beat or anything like that. It was emotional. Mm. It was emotional and financial. Mm -hmm. And he would hold that over her, you know. And I remember when she met him, she was just so excited. Oh, Mom, I met the man of my dreams. I was like, okay, let me see him, mm -hmm. you know. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> you know moms have that instinct or whatever. We but, do, we do. You know, they don't believe it, mm -hmm. but it's true. Until they become a parent. Exactly. And then they understand yes. it and they, they feel what you, they understand how you felt. And he too, very charming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. They looked beautiful together. They made beautiful babies, mm -hmm. you know, the whole nine yards. And she came one day and said, Mom, he wants me, he wants to take care of me. What does that entail? Mm. I'm quitting my job. Oh, God. Okay. But see, I kind of didn't see a red flag with that right away mm -hmm. because she was seeing her father and me. Mm. Okay, now. And my husband's country boy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, he was groomed to take care of the family by his father. And there's 13 of them. Mm -hmm. But I let him know we're not doing 13. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we are not doing 13. But, but she, she saw that. Mm -hmm. And she's a military brat. So she raised the military, you know, her father did 28 years mm -hmm. in, the, in the Air Force. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I didn't see the flag with that right away because I was taken care of. Mm -hmm. And the children were taken care of. Mm -hmm. And all the foster kids was taken care of. All the adopted kids was taken care of, you know. So I didn't. But then... I saw where he kept moving her further and further away. Mm -hmm. The first couple of moves didn't send a signal because we always lived in the woods. Mm -hmm. You know, my husband didn't, doesn't like the city. I was raised in the city. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it didn't send a flag. So she was trying to mock what she was raised as but he wasn't her dad, mm. you know? He wasn't gentle like her. Her dad's a gentleman, mm -hmm. you know? And very um, family. Ramona's very family. Mm -hmm. So she thought she hit jackpot. Mm -hmm. But then, every time I talked to her, she was tired. Mm. That's strange to me, cause she's a ball of energy. Mm. That so that was strange to me. And she, she got high blood pressure. She had to take pills. Sometimes he'd get her medication. Sometimes he wouldn't. That type of thing. 
she said, well, you know, I'm going back to work. So she got a little part-time job, but when the car broke down, he wouldn't fix it. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Now she can't get to work. Now she can't get mm -hmm. there. So you know what happened with mm -hmm. the job. Mm -hmm. You know what happened with the medications and stuff. You know, it's on his time. So long story short. And let me say something, Mama. That's why people don't understand all what domestic violence entails because yes. it's just not the physical abuse and I'm so glad that right now we're talking about the emotional, emotional and the financial, financial part of it because the financial part is serious it is. And, and like you said he came and he told her that he wanted to take care of her and she quit her job and then so that means that all the income that will come into the house is what he will bring therefore mm -hmm. he's in control of how Absolutely. he pass it out you know, and she's not even being able to get the things that she need, like her medicine. And the key word is control. Yes. Absolutely. And he had 100% after all that, you know, because... Was he military? No. Okay. Okay. He wasn't. And, um... Anyway. It was difficult. <clears throat> and I said, Mona, why are you always tired? Now, I do want to say she she wasn't here. Mm -hmm. She lived in California. Mm -hmm. And so I'm 3,000 miles away and picking up on mm -hmm. something's not right. Mm -hmm. What amazes me is nobody said anything. But I also know now that I've been doing this work that's part of it too. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. and, and like, and people think that, okay, well, I will know if this is happening. No, yes. you're not. We, we become great um, pretenders. When I was in my abusive relationship is that I, I lied and pretend about so many things that Covered. was going on. Yes. Covering it up and, and, and not wanting anybody to look at him in a bad light right. because like how you say in the beginning, I had people was telling me too, oh, he ain't for you, family members and friends mm -hmm. saying, nah, mm -hmm. that's not him. And mm -hmm. then when I got married, they thought I was crazy, which I was, <laughs> yeah. you know, but when you're in it, in you it, don't right. see it. You, you always don't. thinking that you can, that it's going to work out and yes. get better. Yes. And all these different things. And yes. so you try to separate yourself from your family so they won't have to witness the abuse that they say. And Because there's a shame. Yes, the guilt and shame it, that goes you know, with it. It goes with mm -hmm. the abuse, mm -hmm. you see. So, but anyway, um, I got a call as it went on. And uh, that the ambulance was at the house. And... Mona was on the way to the hospital, <clears throat> and he was in the back of the ambulance, following the ambulance. So I asked him, she, by the way, she stopped breathing twice, mm. and they brought her back twice. What helps me with that is I feel that she had a conversation with God mm. uh, during that time that she stopped breathing. Mm -hmm. I believe, and it has helped me many, many nights, that she had that conversation with God. And God told her, you don't have to take it anymore. Mm. You could, I'll take care of you. Mm. And I, I believe that. Mm -hmm. I believe that she is with God. Mm -hmm. So anyway, off to California and flying me and her father. And, uh, you know, seven hours later, we were in California after the phone call. She was on life support. I asked him, don't remove anything until we get there. The last thing I wanted to do and I knew that's probably selfish, was I didn't want to walk in and my daughter's not breathing. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to witness mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> so he did, he did, he left that on. So we talked to the doctors and this, that, and the other. And uh, he said, there's no brain activity. Mm. It was just the machines. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Everything had to come through him. Because he was the husband. Yeah, yeah. So I asked him to let her go. Mm. Because her body started looking different. Mm -hmm. She had swole up, you know. And I don't know all the terms for why all of that thing, but to me, the body started doing what it was designed to do. Mm -hmm. So I asked him to let her go. He had been to the hospital and left. He was there. The nurse said he was there like six minutes mm -hmm. and left. So I called him. He, he did come back. He signed the papers. And she never took a breath. Mm. She never took a breath. So, but anyway, that's how. Ramona's Army of Angels came to be because I had to bury her. Absolutely. And in that, he had no money. Mm. No medical insurance for her. No life insurance for her. Nothing was in place. So we had to step in. And we did. And take care of your baby? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we did not exclude him, mm -hmm. okay, because he still the, had those kids. Mm -hmm. And they loved their dad. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to say that when I was calling and she was always saying she was tired, I turned to her father and I said, something is not right and she needs to be here. Mm -hmm. so she's a daddy's girl, so... I put him on the phone, and he says, I'm going to call you later, because he's not going to talk in front of me. Mm -hmm. And he did. I don't know when it happened or whatever, but he did call her. And next thing I know, he said, she'll be here in two weeks mm -hmm. when the kids are out of school. Because California is all year round. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, And she's a mother, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. so. She let the kids go ahead and finish, say goodbye to their friends and all of that, and came on out. But even then, she never said a word, mm. even then. Mm -hmm. About two weeks into the vacation, I said, okay, we were having movie night. She did the popcorn, I did the drinks, and I said, Ramona, we're close, and I know something is not right. You need to talk to your mother. And that's when she started crying, mm. and she told me. Mm. And I could not believe some of the things she was saying. Like, one story she told me is that they got into it, and he actually hit her physically, mm -hmm. and because she ran outside, and when he hit her, she fell out in the, because the blood pressure, mm -hmm. she fell out in the driveway and he left her there. Wow. Wow. I couldn't believe it. She was pregnant. Left her there. So anyway, um, I couldn't get her to stay. Mm -hmm. I could, even after all that. All of that? I could not get my child to stay. Last words, I couldn't let her go. I'd call her dad. Don't let her go, dad, you know. And she promised us, I'll be back in December. So this is a mm -hmm. hard time for me. Oh, yes, December, okay. Um, I'll be back, Mom, in December around Christmas time, and I'm never going back. I'm never going back. And I believed her. Mm-hmm. I believed her. Mm -hmm. So she went back. <coughs> when she left, she had a place to stay. When she went back, she had no place to stay. He didn't let it go and moved in with some female. Okay. So I know when she went back, she, hear, she heard from him. Mm -hmm. I told you. I told you. You know, 
or whatever they say, you know. And uh, she did go to family all out in California. And that didn't work out. Mm. And I was angry for a while. So I want to say that not to try not to be too hard on family because mm -hmm. it's hard for them too. Absolutely. Because they're they'll take you. Mm -hmm. They'll take you and your kids. Mm -hmm. But he can't come. Right. Absolutely. You see, you know, and when you only have, you know, a couple of rooms yourself or you barely making it and now here comes a whole new family, mm -hmm. it's hard. It is hard. It's hard. It, it is hard. So try not to be too angry with the family. Try and have some understanding that it's hard for them to absolutely absolutely too. because we, we in, in this whole fight of domestic violence there's no winners it affects everybody, everybody. it affects the whole entire everybody. family it affects your community yes. everything every everything is affected by it so we everything. do have to be more when it comes to mm -hmm. victims and mm -hmm. family members we have mm -hmm. to remember mm -hmm. that we definitely have to show them more love yes and understand, understanding. understanding, love understanding. and understanding. And no mm -hmm. one is stupid. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to be treated like that. Mm -hmm. But it's just the state of mind of where it they is. are. It is. It is. And the only thing that helps them get out is that knowing that, you know, we love them and that we support them. Yeah. And that when they are ready to make that move, they're going to come to we'll you. We'll be there. Mm -hmm. We will be there. So I'm trying to do that with... Ramona's Angels. Yes. Oh, and yes, your daughter. Okay, it's so your daughter now. So yes. tell us now with going through all of that with uh, Ramona and her losing her beautiful life and you have turned that tragedy around. But yes. now you are helping other mothers yes, I am. With, with daughters that are mm -hmm. victims. So I let's am. talk about Ramona's Angel and that beautiful group of people. Yeah. <laughs> I love my angels. Yes. I love them. And she won. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, it's like no matter what a person needs, you could call mm -hmm. and say, you know, Mama, I need so-and-so and so-and-so. Which I have. Oh. <laughs> and y'all know I did tell y'all about last month when we did the mother and daughter brunch. I mean, the angels, they came in full effect. And help us with that. Um, the Lakeisha Brown Foundation was in charge of the whole brunch yes. for over 100 mothers and daughters. Yes. And Ramona's Angels definitely partnered with us yes. to make that happen. Absolutely. If it wasn't for them, it wouldn't have happened. Well, I appreciate you saying <laughs> that. I uh, as always, and also here at Voxway without Toy Drive. Guys, they have came through. The angels, they dropped off so many toys where we're just, you know, we're committed to helping our community, to yes. putting smiles on people's faces at this time who otherwise, you know, wouldn't even have a toy. Yes. And sometimes I don't think people really understand that, that it is really people out here with nothing. And these are working people, guys. The working poor. These are working people that get yes. up and go to work every, every day. day. It's not because people think, oh, it's just people just need stuff, bum people. No, uh -uh, ain't nobody no bum. People they are know. all human beings. Sometimes we get um, down on our luck of what goes on in life because there's a lot of peaks and valleys in mm -hmm. this life. Mm -hmm. And we need to help our fellow man out, you know, not a hand out, but a hand up. Can mm -hmm. you imagine? Um, how many people during this time that don't pay their rent, their mm -hmm. mortgages, their bills and stuff just so they can provide toys for children? Mm -hmm. I worked in property management for over 19 years, and I'm used to people. You'd be amazed at how many people do not pay for the roof over their head That's just true. to provide a Christmas for their children, for their working people. And a lot of times, uh, not all the time, but a lot of times, is because they didn't have. Yes. So they want to do better for their children. Absolutely. Kind of thing. So um, it's very true. Or, you know, unexpected emergencies come up. Your car breaks down. Absolutely. If you don't have a car, you can't get to work. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Kind of things. So, so and also, guys, if you are looking for an organization to support that's out here, um, they do their yearly um, domestic violence walk. Yes. They are out here um, donating and helping other organizations. Like yes. I said, they helped us with our toy drive. They help with the mother and daughter brunch, and they do so many other things in the community. If you want to be able to support an organization that's out here on the front lines doing the work in the community, please get in contact with Ramona's Army of Angels. And the webs on the um, website is www.army-of-angels.com. And yes. I'm definitely going to put that link up on my um, social media pages so you guys yes. can definitely check them out. And I want to say, too, that when we do have the drive, it's always in October. Mm -hmm. And uh, the very first one we gave, was three years ago, and um, it was actually Ramona's birthday. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's always in October. Um, the first one was on exactly on her birthday, and I was blessed mm -hmm. to find uh, a venue that would open on Sunday mm. for the walk. And we've been with them ever since. Oh, wow. Amazing. Because of that. Amazing. So mm -hmm. 2020, guys, we have to get yes. out there and support them and yes. be a part of their um, yearly um, fundraiser for mm -hmm. their organization. Mm -hmm. Also, you know, it's the end of the year. You are looking for organizations to donate to, you know, um, get your tax write off or whatever yes. you're doing, you know, mm -hmm. just having a great heart and just mm -hmm. donate to them, help them, because they are definitely doing the work in the community. So we know you as yourself. You're also a published author. Oh. <laughs> and also, guys, I was talking to you guys about the play that I will be in next year. Yes. And Mama Candace yes. will be in the play as well. The Army of Angels is in it. Oh, my goodness. The Army of Angels are yes. in the play. I am excited. Yes. I am so excited about the um, play. It is called Not Just October. Right. It's a domestic violence awareness stage play. It will be at the Black Rock Theater in Germantown, Maryland on May the 16, 2020 at 6 p.m. Yep. And as soon as tickets are available, we yes. will definitely let you guys know you got to come out and support Um the survivors, the angels, Mama Candace and me, and also um, Wanda. This is actually a production that's from out of New Jersey, and they are on tour, so they will be stopping in the um, Baltimore um, area, and we will definitely be doing that out in Germantown. So, Mama, is there anything else that you would like anybody um, just to let them know before we go? I want to present you with a check. Okay, ma'am. Y'all uh, hear what? that? A check. <laughs> <laughs> I like those words. And I want to say that this particular organization, because we connect with many, mm -hmm. so we can help, like your organization. Amen. And so it's not for us. Mm -hmm. It's for others. Absolutely. And so this lady, her name is... Carolyn Murphy, mm. and I call her the queen. The queen. Okay, yeah. queen. <laughs> Mama say you the queen, you the queen. the queen. She's the queen. <laughs> Pat met her. And um, um, every year, her organization, which is, which is called Women of Excellence, mm. Not Without a Struggle. Okay, now. <laughs> I like that. Not Without a Struggle. That's powerful. That's deep. Because mm -hmm. you, know, you got to struggle for excellence. Indeed. So I went by to visit her. She's in her 80s. And she herself was domestic violence. Oh, survivor. wow. And uh, so every year they write checks. So I put, <laughs> you put your finger. Put my finger on. <laughs> Even me. They said, you want it for the angels? I said, no. This is to Lakeisha Brown Foundation. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Praise God. See how good God is, y'all. So I'm telling you. Thank you. you. Thank you. I am so excited. Thank you. Yeah. You have definitely been a blessing in my life since I met you. And you mine. I have met her over four years ago. Guys, we're going to wrap this up. But I met her over four years ago <laughs> at the... Um, 
Prince George's County Sheriff's Department. It's one of the annual the events they, they do in reference. White mansion. Yeah, at what they do mm -hmm. at the um, Newton White man, mm -hmm. um, Mansion mm -hmm. for domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And I had the opportunity to sit beside this amazing woman and we shared our stories and we just connected we did. that day. We and did. I am so glad that God has definitely put her in my life. She helps me so much and I just yeah. adore her so much. I adopted her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I do. I adopt people. <laughs> Absolutely. So guys, we want to say thank you so much yes. for tuning in. We thank you for joining us. Yes. We will be back next week with another guest. You guys know you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at mbaspeaks.com. Mm, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> MBA Speaks on Instagram and Facebook, and my website is mbaspeaks.com. And don't forget to check out Mama Candace Brown Angels at www.army-of-angels.com. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll thank see you, you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>